Greetings, fellow Wordlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth and exposing the lies. I'm your host, Dave Smith. All right, let's get into it. Hello, Maddie. Waiting on Maddie Wash to join us here. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Good. Fantastic. Well, here we are. Tesla talk number two. Yeah. I was putting together some uh, some some chat points. Ugh. Before we get started, yeah, I was so. I was digging through the interwebs as well just to come up with a few uh, you know bullet points, talking points, whatever. Um, but yeah, just uh, maybe maybe let's uh, go ahead and introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, talking with Maddie Wash here. What what you got going on, Matt? Tell the people who you are, where they can find you, and what your interests are. Um. We all started back in 1976. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I've been a uh, fan of Tesla since probably 2012. I found a uh, a TED Talk, and I saw Elon being interviewed, and I was like, that that guy's making a lot of sense. So um, from there, I started looking into the company, and uh, I started working for, I wanted to work for Tesla, but the only place I could work for Tesla that was by me at the time was uh, a mall that was like 45 minutes away. So I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I found Solar City, and I, I started, I learned about solar, and I worked for solar. And then uh, Solar City got bought. Well, got incorporated into Tesla, and I was one of the few people they brought over, and uh, which was kind of cool. I got to take people. I used to go to people's houses with the Tesla, do the solar consultation, and take them on test drives. It was like 2018. Um, I wish I still did that job. That was like the best. But uh, then Tesla decided to go basically all. Um, no more salespeople or anything like that with solar. So I had to leave. And uh, I still work in solar, but um, uh, I still sell Tesla power walls, which is a big deal with their Tesla energy, which we'll talk about. And, uh, but yeah, and I've been investing in them ever since, you know, to, I guess 2013, 2014, I started buying my first shares of stock. Fantastic, fantastic, and that brings us to where we're at, talking about what's going on with Tesla, what's, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's a car company, it's much more than that, the car is one of their products, and it's, um, from what I've learned online and talking to you, it's almost just a vehicle for gathering data, Um, and there's much bigger things on the horizon. 
Yeah, I don't think they really went. It's almost like uh, it's like it's like Apple caring about Apple computer sales. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or Amazon talking about how many books they sold. Um, right. That's what it, you know. It's uh, in four or five years, Tesla will. You know, cars will be one of them. But right now, Amazon makes most of their revenue from you know Amazon Web Services, and Apple makes most of their uh, revenue from um, you know selling apps. You know, basically their app store. Uh, so not phones, not computers not any of that stuff so the hardware is um just making the cars is just literally one and the funny thing is it's like they're at like they're gonna hit maybe they're gonna hit anywhere between 1.8 to 2 million cars this year so they're still at the Mm -hmm. beginning of that curve you know uh, they, they have a goal of getting to 20 million cars by 2030 uh yeah but uh that's not even going to be, I mean, that's going to be like, by that time, it'll, it might be third or fourth as far as their revenue, which is crazy. Right, right. Yeah, I just pulled up something here. I guess we're getting close to, I, I, well, I believe the first Tesla truck has recently rolled off of the production line. Um, and, um, uh, from what I'm seeing here online, it's looking like a base price of forty thousand two hundred forty bucks, and then you know up from there with um with upgrades. Yeah, so the first that that was the the first uh, the production line, they had one come through. Um, supposedly they were supposed to start delivering this quarter uh, from Cybertrucks. Most likely it would be next quarter. Just you have to you have to always factor in Elon time, and uh, <laughs> so um, but the Cybertruck and yeah and that Ford that so when the Cybertruck came out like the Lightning uh, was announced also and so was the um, the Silverado for GM the electric Silverado still hasn't come out yet um, and uh-huh. everyone was saying forty thousand dollars but the Cybertruck won't be I mean. They're, they're going to have a there's going to have a single motor, a dual motor, and a tri motor, and so right. the single motor won't won't be out. I mean, they have got 1.9 million reservations. Pre-orders, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so so they got more pre-orders than cars that they will make in the world this year. So. And I'm like at like seven hundred thousand on the list, so I'm not getting mine until like twenty twenty six. That's awesome. You signed up for one. Yeah, it was hundred bucks, and uh, I probably should have signed up sooner, but I didn't. And uh, so yeah, but the point being is they're not they if the the um the Cybertruck has to for that particular to get the tax credit, the seventy five hundred dollar tax credit has to be under eighty thousand. So I think they're going to mm-hmm. do like the tri-motor um, like right under that, you know, 79.99. Yeah. 9.99. And knowing, Elon, knowing, knowing Elon, like the, the dual motor will be like 69, 420 or something. Like that. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, but those would be the ones that come out first. And uh, I don't honestly, I don't even think they'll they'll get to the single motor, but because 
not every obviously with 1.9 million pre-orders all those pre-orders aren't gonna actually happen but um there's gonna be more like there's gonna be more people buying them that haven't ordered you know the people who wanted the 40,000 one might not get a an 80,000 dollar truck but there'll be other people once they see it that didn't pre-order that'll start buying it right as soon as they're seen on the roadway i'm sure there's going to be a boom in in ordering yeah not only in not only for cybertruck but for like other tesla cars because people are gonna there's gonna be people like this thing is a monstrosity <laughs> i don't know if you watch some videos of it driving around on the streets but it's going yeah. to create like you're not going to be like I, and it's funny interesting today i was i was driving around like literally earlier and i saw a uh, a hummer ev and i'm like oh my god i actually see one there's one i see i, I see a hummer ev and so i took a picture of it because it's very rare for it to see one of those and um and that's like what's going to happen all day long with cyber trucks like <laughs> there's just gonna be people to see in a parking lot and go take pictures next to it right, so right. Unique, you know? and uh super unique it's gonna, yeah it's gonna be advertising on its own i mean people are gonna be like well i won't buy that but i want to go let me go to the tesla website and check this thing out and what else do they make and it, it's just it's gonna be there's gonna and because it's there's gonna be videos of the 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 cyber truck the the outer skeleton of the out the exoskeleton of the truck is you know it's, it's 30 times cold rolled stainless steel so you can't dent it like this is you know they messed up the uh when they did the demonstration in 2019 they they, they broke the glass but it's gonna have bulletproof mm -hmm. glass it's it, they were hitting it with a sledgehammer it doesn't dent so you're gonna have videos of people driving this thing through their barn <laughs> like destroying things like you're, you're gonna see it's just gonna be people like getting it with stuff they're gonna be shooting it like there's gonna be all kinds of craziness there's such madness going yeah. on with these it'll be uh, great for uh yeah. for people creating youtube shorts right mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> get in yeah, your tesla and be... go create a viral video uh, uh, totally and it's just gonna create more and more you know that's why they don't have to like it's it's funny there's people who are at investor day there was a bunch of people who were like super happy about tesla like wanting them to advertise and like they don't need to like they can't make they can't make enough product fast enough as it is why are you going to spend money on advertising to create demand of something you can't produce you know right and word of mouth word of mouth is hands down the best advertising there is right so <laughs> why throw a bunch of money away at at advertising costs when you can put that towards, you know, production. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so I got I a little, they don't I got a little blurb. Or, sorry, go ahead. What's that? Well, I was gonna say it's, it's, and you know, for them, it's not even about the market. They got so much money. They're at $23 billion in, in cash on hand. And they've got like literally no debt. Like they've got like, they got a couple hundred thousand of, long-term debt where i looked up mercedes-benz mercedes-benz has 109 billion dollars of debt <laughs> so it's just ridiculous wow. um so yeah these car companies have so much debt and uh so the the so it's not even that they couldn't you know the money is it would be so small but they don't why are you going to create demand that you can't fulfill it just doesn't make sense
Yeah, that wouldn't make sense at all. And so. and it's a, it would be a diversion, right? Like you could put that that time, that energy into something else. Um, but I got a little blurb here about the interior of the prototype. It's going to offer a spacious cabin with six seats and a big storage bin under the rear seat. Dashboard is an exercise in minimalist design that looks like an evolution of the layout seen in the Model 3 and the Model Y. There's a yoke steering wheel, um, which is kind of a, it's not a circle. It's, um, it's a little square thing, which is kind of interesting. Um, though there'll be an option for a 17-inch screen that runs in the new version, Tesla's info system is not much else. It's uh, reasonable to assume features found in the company's current uh, crop of cars like in-gaming, video streaming will be available. And then they got some other specs. They got a really cool picture of one camping with somebody camping here. And it's got all these accessories, a pop-up tent right over the bed, uh, swing out table uh, for preparing food and things like that. It looks yeah, like well, it's going to come um... in. Oh, no, good. Uh, What's that? I'm no, good. Uh, I was just to say it looks like it's going to tow 7,500 pounds. Uh, takes 6.5 seconds to reach 60 miles an hour from a dead stop, 250 mile range on a full charge. And let's see. Looks like the all wheel drive will have a 10,000 pound towing capacity and 4.5 seconds to 60 miles an hour with a 300 mile range. And the tri-motor will have a 14,000-pound towing capacity and reach 60 in 2.9 seconds <laughs> with a, in a pickup truck. And it's going to have a 500-mile range. I mean, that is ludicrous. 2.9 seconds. Oh, my God. For people who are listening to this later on or whatnot, like typical car goes 0 to 60 in 7 seconds. Right. Yeah. So this thing will be out there. People will be out there racing Ferraris in this, in this <laughs> truck. Yep. And um, so you were talking. You you had mentioned the, uh, the uh, like taking it camping and off roading and whatnot. The the cool thing about it is like the the, the bed has the the vault on it, so you could literally put the vault down, lock the truck, and then you could sleep in the bed of the truck. And leave the car on, leave the truck on because it's electric, and air condition it and have it climate controlled and just be, you know, just camp inside your truck. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and plug things into it, you know, and all that stuff. <laughs> so, um, and uh, the 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 cool thing about this specs for people who are actual truck people is it's going to have a six and a half foot bed and still fit in a 20-foot garage, which is a typical garage depth, and which is a big deal for a lot of people. Um, and the reason for this, it doesn't have to have the, it doesn't have to have an engine in the front. So you can have literally two right. rows and a six-foot bed and not need that extra space in the front for the engine. And so you could you could have that that long and still fit in a garage, which is big because that's what people charge it. Right. And I mean, a lot of people just want to keep their vehicle in a garage for safety reasons. Um, if you live in a city, in an urban environment, you know, 
Um, and also for charging, of course, if you want to make it a part of your uh, closed loop system, charge your, your uh, what is that? What's the wall char charger called? The power wall? The power wall, right. So you can have your power wall hooked up to your solar panels and then be charging your vehicle from, uh, how does that work? Is the is the power wall going to be incorporated into a charging system, or the charging system is is wired in separate, hardwired? Yeah, you don't need a power wall to charge. You can, you can have solar panels and just an EV charger, and the Tesla EV charger okay. hooked up at fifteen hundred bucks. The power wall will just allow you to. Um, so let's say let's say it's a scenario where it's like um, where the power goes out, the grid goes out. Um, like here, I remember when we had when when Hurricane Sandy hit, you know, we couldn't even get gas because it was powered by the gas stations are powered by electricity. So, um, right. so people couldn't really drive anywhere or anything like that. They had like a generator at the gas station. So, with that, you'd be able to with if you have an actual power wall, then you could you could charge up your power wall and then use that energy to uh, power your not only your house but the uh, but the uh, the car the car as well yeah fantastic well what do you got on the top of your radar as far as uh new developments um what i so what i'm doing mostly is checking um i i like you know like uh um what was the it was a movie that just came out where the uh barbie the asteroid, <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> where the asteroid was coming and the scientists are trying to warn everyone and they're just like laughing and they just it's it's with uh oh, oh yeah oh, don't look, look up. up or don't look up yeah and i kind of feel like that is is how i i feel like that scientist when i try to explain to people um the potential um money that they can make in tesla and you know i'm one of those people who you know it's like i'm just looking at the red like i just had i'm in a bunch of forums and a bunch of things and you know somebody was like i went through the the uh the exercise of like what what like could happen to derail where they are right now and you know there was a point where tesla could have been derailed i mean they almost went out of business in 2018 if they didn't ramp um if they didn't ramp the model three like they were very close. I mean, I remember I was working there at the time. They were like, you know, please stop using the paper cups and bring your own mug in. Like they were, <laughs> they were, they were scrimping and scraping about everything. They had like literally volunteers yeah. coming to help deliver the cars. Um, and 2008 was another time it could have went under. But at this point, like with 23 billion in the bank and no debt, I mean, literally Tesla could go three years right now based on their operating expenses not sell one car and that'd be fine they'd still be, and pay all the bills <laughs> so even if you know elon died you know i was like let's go like even if like china said you know hey I, like i've gone through these scenarios i put them in my models my models for their the financial parts of it um Tesla's product roadmap is i mean they're like i said you know Cybertruck alone has got, you know, that's like five years to produce, you know, ramp that up. Um, they already know where the next factories are going. They they already are, they still have to ramp up Berlin and um, and Austin, and then they're building the Mexico factory. 
And um, so like their product roadmap is already laid out for like the next 10 years. Um, it's just a matter of executing. So they don't even really need Elon. Like if Elon died today, I mean, they'd be, they'd, Tesla would, the numbers would continue on. Like they don't need him for, that's why like when people are like, oh, he's going to Twitter and he's, he's distracted. It's like, well, what do you, what would be different? Like they don't, there's nothing different that's the numbers. Tesla's doubling their, they're doubling their revenues and their numbers and their sales. Like every quarter for the last five quarters has been a record other than Q2 of last year, because, you know, there was a shutdown in, in China. COVID uh, everything, yeah. yeah. So it's just, I'm like, hey, people just look into the future. You know, my favorite saying is, you know, if you want to predict the future, study the present. And when yeah. you dive into what's going on with Tesla, like, it's like, what the hell? Like, they're going to have so much money coming in in the next five years. And they're, uh, it, it, the, the investment, <laughs> is, you know, it's like I said, it's the only, it's the only stock I'm buying as long as I possibly can. I'm so happy when I hear like the FUD stories, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, I don't know what FUD is. When I hear like the stories, like I heard someone, someone said to me like, oh, the steering wheels fall off. I was like, okay, well, yeah, there was, there was two steering wheels that weren't put on correctly. And that did happen. It was two, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. out of how many vehicles, right. <laughs> and they fixed it. Right. So I, I mean, I, I love the, those stories. I love the people, those things get so much press because it keeps the stock price down as long as possible. And that's fine with me. Like, you know, you know what I heard? I had a talk with some people and um, people were expressing like, well, I don't know, you know, the batteries don't last long and then you're going to have to replace mm -hmm. this expensive battery. And first of all, anybody that's buying an S series there, you know, people at that level, they don't hold on to a car until it doesn't run anymore. They're getting a new car every, you know, five years or whatever. Right. So at the high end, people don't drive their cars into the ground. At the lower end, I'm looking at, I, I pulled up some factoids here, um, and it looks like it's from historycomputer.com. Um, according to Tesla directly, the Model S and all other models are rated for around 300,000 to 500,000 miles. There have been uh, users with older Model S Teslas before the battery revision who have clocked some serious mileage. However, one user has a 2015 Model S with around 146,000 miles on it. So there you go. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. I love, I get that. I love those people. That's like, well, you have Google, right? So type into Google, how long does the Tesla battery last? And there you go. Like, right. But those, those rumors are out there. Like, oh, you got, if I got to get a new battery, it's cost $16,000 or twenty. Like there was a guy in, um, I think he was in Norway, one of those Scandinavian countries. And he was like a rich dude. And he, uh, he had a, like a 2013 model S and he went to go and they had to, they told him like, it's like $16,000 replace the battery. So like he did like a YouTube video and he blew up his car. He put dynamite on it and blew it up. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> so that got a lot of hype. And people then, and that's how that rumor started. Oh, you know, battery dies. You got twenty thousand, fifteen thousand dollars to get the battery. Not worth it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the money he generated from that video probably bought him another Tesla. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but people that's so funny spend the time like learning about these things you know with the recalls and they, they, they it's it's so much there's so much fud out there and it it's funny because like i said like i'm on two sides of the fence like in one side i'm like oh my god like we just people like all you gotta do is just look into this a little bit more and figure out that this is just not true or it's a it's a it's a twisting of the of the truth and uh but on the other side i'm like i don't even want to educate these people it just let you know fine yeah yep the cars are horrible <laughs> right keep the stock down well, I mean, what do you do yeah what do you do with somebody like that that's just spreading a rumor but that they heard but they haven't even googled it to see if that's true i mean you can't it's almost like you can't help somebody like that right yeah well and they then they, they find confirmation bias too like um I just did a, a TikTok video a couple of days ago, and um, it was was Forbes. I forget who it was. It was, it was I forget who, who put the article out, but um, I think it was Rudy. And uh, and they talked about um, you know the number one reason people are selling their Teslas is because of Elon Musk. You know they can't stand him, right? And they did a, <laughs> And so they did a poll, you know, like uh, like 5,000 people who said they're not going to buy another Tesla. And they asked them, like, you know, all the different reasons why they're not buying another Tesla. And, you know, that was one of the reasons, you know, Elon Musk, his rhetoric. But there was like, you know, bad build quality or I want to get a different type of EV. There was different, all these different answers. But, but that was number one. And that was, it was number one. It was 20% of the 5,000 people polled. But then... Uh, if you read the rest of the article, it said, well, and out of all of the people who we surveyed, 87% of people said their next car is going to be a Tesla. So, there you go. There you so go. Now you're, so now you're at 13%. So you're so it's 20% of the 13% <laughs> who, who are upset at Elon. So if you have 5,000, so it's really 2.6% of, of people who are um, upset, not buying. So if there's 5,000 people, 100 of them are. 5,000 car floaters, 100 of them are not going to get another one. Cause, oh, well, you know, too bad. Too right. Sad. And it's almost <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, it's almost like a derangement syndrome at that level, right? Because who who cares about what the CEO of, uh, of Ford is saying, right? <laughs> right. It's, so yeah. it's a really unique situation where people either, you know, it doesn't seem like there are that many people that are indifferent, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, it seems like you either love the guy or some people have been uh, brainwashed to uh, to think there's reason to despise the guy. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that you, it's uh, it's almost it's to the point soon like right now teslas are almost if not already at price um parity with with you know combustion engine cars and so you have it's just inevitable that this is going away because the cars they're the safest cars on the road evs in general but teslas are are even you know on top you know the top of the top of the top as far as safety um but safety, safest cars on the road, the quickest cars, 
the the best you get the best handling uh you have the the best software up software in the cars you know and they're upgradable and all that stuff you have the low maintenance you know you're not buying gas and oil and uh and fixing spark plugs and doing tune-ups and you know doing all the changes and all that stuff and so to maintain them and then on top of that now it's just cheaper it's going to be cheaper and so who's buying other like who's like like eventually like, just, just people just gonna be like okay this just doesn't make sense i'm not going to spend more money to get a nice car like, it doesn't, you know. so right, uh, right. It's, it's, it's coming no, like, see an interesting yeah yeah don't look up heaven forbid you see the see what see reality um here's a interesting headline from an article automaker tesla's opening more showrooms on tribal lands to avoid state laws barring direct sales now what what a crazy scary corrupt world we live in when the auto industry or the resale industry has such pull that there is legislation barring direct sales and mandating the insertion of a middleman, which does nothing but raise costs. That to me is insanity. All right. Well, yeah. And uh, it's because in, I think in like three or four states, the most power, most wealthy businesses are car dealerships, especially like Michigan. I know Michigan for sure is one of them. Um, and yeah, they just influence. <laughs> like uh, I saw, um, it was either was it was one of the rectangle states. I'm pretty sure it was Oklahoma, where they, <laughs> they were they were saying, you know, why you shouldn't get a Tesla is because they don't have enough service stations. The service stations you have to drive, you know, over you know the X amount of miles just to go to a service station. And it's like, well, yeah, because the car dealership has literally <laughs> paid the politicians off to say that they can't put a service station inside the borders of the state. So they had to put them around the outside of the state. And then they're like, well, now you see, that's why you should get a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that whole racket started of, of the manufacturer not selling their own car. It seems so counterintuitive. Like, why, why wouldn't Ford have a showroom with Ford vehicles, right? Like, why do you, how did this ever, I wonder, I'm going to have to look into this because it's fascinating. I never really thought about it before, but how did this ever get started? And, and they are kind of brand specific, really, but it's just mm -hmm. not tied to the dealership, right? There's, sometimes you'll have a dealership with three, with three different models or three different manufacturers. But now that I think about it, it is pretty brand specific. Right. Um, you know, near me, there's a Honda dealership that's only got Hondas and Acuras or whatever. Um, some of them have up to three different vehicles. Mercedes, of course, just has Mercedes. But why is I wonder how this middleman market was created? That'd be something fascinating to look into. Well, the thing is, the thing is, not only do dealerships spend a lot of money on politicians, um, but they generate a huge amount of tax revenue for their states as well. Yeah. Uh, so the politicians, so, you know, the, the whole dealership model um, is just broken. It, you know, it's, 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 it's broken in the fact that they're so powerful. Um, and, you know, you can't have a dealership within a certain amount of, you know, distance from another dealership. And, 
and, and, the, and then it's, it's funny how, you know, one of my favorite books of all time is 1984. And it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. very awkward because it's, uh, it's, it's the reverse thing. It's like the dealership caused non-competitive, you know, caused you to not be able to be competitive. But then that's the, the reasoning they give why they won't, they don't want to have Tesla in there because they feel like, well, if you, you, you they're, they're not, they're not allowed, you're not allowed to get a better price. You're not allowed to haggle for a better price or research. <laughs> you have to just take the price that they give you. But yeah, isn't that how everything works other than car dealership? <laughs> you don't haggle over the price of bananas or, you know, whatever. Like you just, right. you, we just buy it. Yeah. How but about, you, how about we, how about we go with $5 for this gallon of milk here? Come on, come on, work with me. <laughs> right. But uh, it's crazy how, um, and the funny thing is, you know, What's sad is like the the Japanese economy is about to collapse. Like the Japan's gonna because they're fifty percent of their um of their uh, their their uh, their GDP is cars. You know, Toyota, Nissan. You know, Toyota's the largest in the world as far as making 50%. cars. Fifty percent. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Toyota's gonna Toyota's so far behind because the um, Masamoto Toyota the grandson of the original Toyota just was totally against electric cars for way too long. And they, they, they aren't, they weren't making them. And now it's like, they're so far behind. They finally, um, uh, tore down, they got rid of him. They fired, like literally the Japanese media was like, what are we doing? Like our country's falling apart. Like we're going to, we're going to fall apart because uh, no one is making electric cars. Nobody, they, they just have all this uh, um, propaganda about like how the making of an electric car is worse for the environment than an actual uh, ice cars and because the battery materials and whatever, right? And uh, they just said, you're going to destroy our country because your fault, like you're falling behind. So Toyota, they, they fired the, the head of Toyota, the CEO, um, the grandson, and they put a new guy in. And then they finally got a Model Y and they tore it down. And, you know, the statements coming from their engineers, like, this is a work of art. Like, we, this is ridiculous. We can't even, they said, we'll, we'll catch up to this in 2026. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a, that's something that gets me. And I've gotten into so many I've gotten into it with so many people online, um, Instagram and Twitter about this, about uh, somebody's going to post some bogus uh, claim that and they don't even get of course, they don't give facts, but it's just like uh, a picture of a mine. And, and then it'll be something like why electric vehicles aren't cleaner, you know. Or aren't aren't green, or aren't you know, don't reduce carbon footprint, and it's such a bar bogus argument because coal mining does all the same damage, except then you burn the coal, which is the major source source of the pollution from coal, right? Um, not to mention you're destroying streams and all these things that have happened in in uh, coal mining territories throughout the U.S. where they've destroyed the water. Um, underground water supply, the waterways, the streams, etc. So you do all the same damage uh, that mining for you know cobalt or lithium does, but then you burn the coal. Uh, right. 
So I don't, you know, once again, it's these people throwing out an argument when they don't do the research or more than likely they're just trying to put forth, um, you know, maybe an agenda. Who's to say that these aren't bots that are posting for Ford or for, you know, Exxon or Shell, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just people, people who are against electric vehicles for whatever reason, I don't know why you'd be against electric vehicles, but they are, um, they, they don't even want it. They don't want to do the research. They don't want to find out what they're saying. They just hear the argument like, oh, that sounds pretty good. I'll go with it. And then they, mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't care if it's uh, true or not. Yeah, another one I hear is that um, that well, it's basically the same argument that the the process and the materials to produce solar panels are um, is, is toxic or you know produces too much carbon in the production, and that how are we going to you know recycle or dispose of these things? But the the other option is to just do nothing and do coal, and that's what <laughs> it's by far worse. So, you know, and, and the technology is going to get better, right? Um, exponentially with time, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's not going away. And who wouldn't want their home to be in light of all these, you know, not only the corruption of the power companies, but natural disasters? Or in, in California, we have, you know, they'll do rolling blackouts because the power company is assuming predictively that there's going to be a stress on the power grid. So they'll yeah. shut down power for X number of hours. Um, and back in the early 2000s, they were busted and it was found out that they were doing this to gain quote unquote customer support for rate increases. So they'll shut down your power, you know, <laughs> instill fear in everybody so that you're okay with paying a higher rate. Wow. Yeah. So, so who wouldn't want to be free of that demon, you know? Um, once again, the middleman, you know? Yeah. Um, so I am, uh, so I am, I like to call myself out on um, when I say stuff that's BS. So, because when I said like half, I was like, that doesn't sound right. So I looked it up myself. All right. So currently in Japan, 5.5 .5 million people work in the automotive industry. And it's 14% of their GDP. Half of their product is exported. That's where I got the half number. So it's 14% okay. of their GDP is, uh, mm -hmm. is automated, which is still a big part of their economy, of the whole country. That is. So, um, and Toyota is probably the premier manufacturer, right? Uh, yeah, it's number one. But then, yeah, I mean, they just have it between them. You have Nissan, you have Kia, you have um, Mitsubishi, um, Honda, I think is also, and then, um, so there's, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, the Japanese, you know, almost put, you know, GM out of business back in the 80s, like that was like, it was just the, the, the small car coming in and just wrecking, <laughs> wrecking uh, American big car uh, industry, but um come up with like a whole nother way of uh making cars that was revolutionary and then you, you would think you'd be learning like you say oh my alan watley says the one thing we learn from history is that we never learn anything from history 
Right. Yeah. And GM was was poised. I don't know if you've seen that movie uh, documentary, Who Killed the Electric Car? But, yeah. um, you know, GM could have been on the sitting on top of the, you know, uh, way out in front of the pack on electric vehicles. But for some reason, no doubt tied to corruption in some way, they didn't sell the vehicles. They only leased them and then they recalled them all and destroyed them. Mm -hmm. And in that documentary, there's one guy who's like, I love my car. I'm not going to let him take it. So he like puts it in a storage container somewhere and he's got it hidden and they found it. They found him and they took it yeah. and destroyed it. Yeah. Well, the, um, one is, is the problem, the problem for, um, for, uh, the electric cars for, for, like GM, Ford, and the OEMs, uh, the original uh, equipment manufacturers, is they, first of all, they have to deal with the unions. And electric cars, you don't need, you don't need as many workers to make it because the engine doesn't have a million parts and hoses and things. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot less needed. So the unions didn't want that because it was going to, it's going to, and that's something they are, they're fighting even now. Um, and then also you have the, the oil companies obviously don't want it either. So those are very powerful uh, organizations coming in. And talk about corruption where the union is preserving an antiquated technology or trying to because it increases their membership, which they directly profit from, as opposed sure. to worrying about helping the members of the union, which was supposed to be the... the the, the main purpose of a union. Now they're basically <laughs> lobbying to preserve their size, strength, power, and revenue. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, something that you said a couple minutes ago that I wanted to mention, because what I what I look for in the earnings calls and the things that I look at is I'm always looking at their businesses and and uh, the rolling blackouts and what like the the thing that. Tesla, like I think, is going to overcome cars is Tesla Energy and the stationary batteries. Um, the battery part of the, of Tesla is growing twice as fast, and um, I'm going to go on right now. And they sell batteries to homes. They sell batteries to utilities, uh, to commercial build. Like everyone that needs power, they're going to be selling. And they don't. They really don't have. Like I'm in a business where. You know, I'm in the solar business, you know, and the competitors for the power wall is you know, a couple. But um, but as far as like a utility grade battery, there's 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 no, there's nothing. And um, <laughs> their mega packs and their their commercial sales of uh, the battery like right now. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, yeah, I read an article that was saying that cities are purchasing battery backups. Um, I think it was in light of that uh, deep freeze in, in Texas where, mm -hmm. you know, a bunch of people died because they did away with uh, basically they were tied to other states as a source of backup power. And they basically cut the cord um, in some kind of weird political move. And that left them, um, you know. It, it set up that scenario where, you know, worst case scenario, the perfect storm, you'd be having no power. Yeah. Um, 
So a typical uh, utility needs about 200 megawatts of power. Uh, so a mega pack that Tesla sells is two megawatts. Uh, so there are, let's say, 100 of these packs. All right, so I'm looking at the one in California. So if you wanted to buy just one of the packs, it's already, first of all, they're already backed up. They're already sold out until Q2 of 2025. <laughs> so they're delivered wow. is the next delivery date. And estimated price, $2.6 million for, for, wow. for one megabit. So now you have a, if a utility is buying it, they, they need a hundred, right? Well, they need a hundred. So they need 50 of these mega packs. So you're talking about a hundred million dollars for like one utility. Mm -hmm. And this is how far backed up. So as, so their ramping of batteries, like the more, like every, every factory that they're making, they're just like, Tesla hasn't even made enough batteries for their cars. They finally, I think it was Q3 of, Last year, they finally had surpassed, you know, the battery production had surpassed what they needed for the Model Ys and everything, because that's like their bread and butter first. The money was going there first. The batteries are going there first. The um, the semi trucks and the Cyber Truck are getting the 4680 batteries, so um, which are the bigger giant batteries, and um, so the the smaller batteries that are going into these mega packs. Like they 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 just continue like the faster they can make them like they're making them so fast like Tesla had to make their own lithium refinery like they're like all right well we see the 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 there's enough lithium all over the place but the, the, we don't there's not enough places that's refining lithium that so like they're like okay I guess we got to make a lithium refining plant like they just make like they're just like whatever the, whatever the bottleneck is like yeah yeah we're a car company we have this lithium refining plant business now. <laughs> Hey, looks like we got a message from Lady Boss. What's going on, Lady hey. Boss? Let me play this here real quick. Maddie, motherfucking wash. I miss your voice. It feels like I see you, and then I see you again, and then I don't see you for a while. When I see you, like, it's a, it's a pattern here. I don't like patterns like that. What's up? And another thing. How are you doing? What's going Elon on? Elon Musk. Tesla. My boss just bought a Tesla. Yeah. Nice. They take you for a ride in it. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. And remember, if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm putting down, please spread it around with friends and on social media. Reviews on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts are greatly appreciated. All right. Until next time. <laughs>